Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo and this is episode 32 of the Hawthorne Towncast. And today we're going to talk to, we went down to Llewellyn Ave, uh, and we went to Firehouse Number 2. If you don't know where that is, it's on Grand Ave and Llewellyn Ave. It's, it's one building in from that, uh, that corner building. And it's Firehouse Number 2 and we had the opportunity of talking to the captain of the firehouse, uh, Captain Travis Loader. And uh, he shared with us a lot of what the firehouse does and uh, some events that are coming up and, and a great way for our community to get involved with the Hawthorne Fire Department. Remember, guys, it's a volunteer fire department. Nobody gets paid. They all go through the same training. They're trained as well as anybody that's on the New York Fire Department. Uh, so, you know, they go through the same training, but they're doing this. Uh, because they have a passion for it. They're doing this for the community. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy the episode, and I hope you get a chance to see them on Hawthorne Day. Make, make sure you go out and, uh, and shake hands with all of our first responders on Hawthorne Day, which is September 25th. All right, enjoy the episode, everybody. Everybody, here we are. We're on Llewellyn Ave, right in Hawthorne. Uh, if you guys don't know, you guys pass it on your way to Wagwell Road, pass it on the way to the Hawthorne Pool, to the tennis courts, Value Village for those of you that go there. But today we happen to stop in at Firehouse Number Two. If you don't know where Firehouse Number Two is, it's it's closest to the railroad tracks, closest to Grand Ave. So we're on Llewellyn, and we're talking to Travis Loader. Travis, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Thank you. It's very cool. I, you know, we had Chief Speranza, Speranza, Speranza. It's hard for me to say <laughs> Italian words in English. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so we had Chief Speranza on um, a couple months ago and, you know, gave us kind of an overview of the department. But I love being able to get in. Your, your feet on the ground. You're here. Uh, and I love to hear from you, the grunt. You, yep. Yeah, right? Uh, but he's not that much of a grunt because right now he's captain of uh, Firehouse Number 2. So uh, did you grow up in Hawthorne? I did. Born and raised. Born and raised. Lived on Coolidge Place. Uh, moved in with my then-girlfriend on Lafayette Extension. And I'm now in an apartment on Horton Ave. Ah, you're a lifetime no, Hawthorneite. Yep. <laughs> what do you love the most about it? Uh, it's just a small community. Everybody knows each other. Yeah. It's nice. You go anywhere, you run into somebody you know. Yeah, it's like a it's big a cheer. It's like a big cheers bar. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you grew up in Hawthorne. When did you get involved with the fire department? I got involved when I was 15. So uh, you were still in high school? Yes. We had a junior cadet program. Um, my father was one of the founding members of it. He did 30 years here. He, he was 30 years in, in this house, firehouse number two? Yep. All wow. Did he retire? Uh, he actually passed away um, back in 2016. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. How, if you don't mind me asking, how did he pass? He had uh, cancer. Uh, he had lung cancer, beat it, came back in the stomach, and just kind of spread around. and didn't, uh, Wasn't able to beat that one. Uh, Too far advanced. So, but, he, but he beat lung cancer. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. And, and how did, uh, I mean, obviously it must have been tragic. What, what, he, was, he was captain at the time? I don't think he was captain when he passed, but he had gone through the ranks here. He was lieutenant, he was captain, he was uh, instructor in our junior program, safety officer. He, he did he, everything. He did it all, yeah. Soup to nuts. Yep, yep. So you grew up with that? Yep, my whole life. How much time did you spend in the firehouse? Uh, every week, Monday <laughs> night. 
birthday parties, you name it, I was always here. Yeah, and speaking of birthday parties, by the way, I didn't. I had no idea that most of the firehouses in town have a little party hall. So if you guys are looking for, if you're looking to rent a hall, how many people can that hold? Uh, we can hold around 70, 80 people. Yeah, 70, 80 people. You're supporting the firehouse. And remember, this is not a paid position. <laughs> Everybody volunteers in the in the fire department, right? Yep. And the thing is, you know, a lot of times when you hear, oh, he's just a volunteer, it's like they don't have to go through the same training. Oh, there's a lot of fire one, I think, is over 150 hours. 150 hours. Yeah. When you go through your initial training to become a firefighter, it's 140, 150 hours, somewhere in there. How old do you have to be? 18 to go to the academy. So what did you do when you started when you were 15? What, what was that like? Um, we did our own kind of academy here where we did what the state would allow us to do. So, you know, you couldn't go into an actual fire, but you could help out around the scene. Um, you could help in changing out air bottles when the guys came out of the building. You could change out their air bottle for them, get tools for them, stuff like that. Really? Yep. So uh, you're pretty hands-on, even at 15. Yep. yep. You can go on the truck, go to calls. We do a little academy where we teach you the basics. Uh, it's like every Thursday night. Every Thursday night for, for the kids? Yep. Really? Yep. Once we run the program, once we have enough kids to run the program, then we end up doing it like every Thursday night for a month or two just to teach them about all the different companies and all the different jobs that they have to do. And how, how, do, they, how do they find out? How do they get involved? Uh, they can come down to a firehouse any Monday night, message any of our Facebook, Instagram pages, call the fire department, anything really. Really? Uh, yeah. So you, you guys are on Facebook? Yep. Now, does every firehouse have their own page? I believe every firehouse has a Facebook, and I know of at least three companies that have an Instagram page. So listen, guys, if you have, you have kids, you have grandkids that are 15, 16 years old, you know, rather than just having them hang out on the tracks, you know, trying to stamp pennies when it, I'm talking about myself now when I was that <laughs> age, trying to uh, flatten pennies when the, when the freight train comes by. I mean, this is a great opportunity for them to get involved and, and really to learn an incredible, incredible, I don't even want to call it trade. I mean, it's... its It helps, too, because when we, if they're 15, 16, they go through the, the junior program or cadet program now. Once they go through and they go to the academy, they're a step up on everybody else in the class because they've already had most of what they're going to learn. So do they, do they, it's almost like if you go to college, you go into the military as an officer kind of thing? Right. Yeah, you're okay. going to go in there with a lot more experience and a lot more knowledge than the other people in there. And is it is it customary? Because the training, the, listen, guys, a fire is a fire. It doesn't matter if you're a volunteer or you're paid. You have to go through the same training. Yep. You, you have to learn everything there is to learn. Yep. And, and you know, hats off to you guys, and I, I mean this sincerely, and I said it to, to the chief, to all you guys that volunteer, I really I get emotional thinking about it. I really appreciate it. I mean, and and for you guys, you know, give give have an opportunity to just shake one of these guys' hands. If you see them at one of the events, you see them at Hawthorne Day. They were over at Night Out, uh, National Night Out, a couple nights ago. Uh, go up and just thank them. They're volunteering. Same thing with the ambulance department. This is not; these are not paid positions. They do this because they have a passion for it. And I love the fact that you know you grew up watching your dad. Yeah. It was it, it was completely in my family because I have uncles that were firemen in other towns. And, oh, really? Yep. It's been through my whole family. So it this, runs through my blood. So. Wow. Was there a sense of pride seeing your dad do his, his thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, my dad was actually one of my instructors at the academy. Too. Oh, how cool is yeah. that? He gave me my certificate on stage when I graduated and everything like that. It was, it was, it was a lot of pride watching him because he took a lot of pride in learning, teaching, passing on to everything. Well, and he must have been so proud of you when you when you passed the academy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at the big smile. You can't see it, but he's got a big <laughs> smile on his face. How how was it with everybody that that was? I mean, the, I'm sure the entire department, all the firehouses, they were all just heartbroken yeah yeah it, my dad gave a lot of time to the fire department here he gave a lot of his knowledge um he did a lot of things so uh, I, I would say he, he's a big loss not to not to sound like over conceited about him but you know he yeah. i'd say he was a big loss to the department yeah yeah anybody that would that has that much time on that much knowledge is a loss. And it, it was sweet. You were telling me a little bit about what they did just before he passed. Yeah, he was a uh, 30-year award. Um, usually we give out our awards at our dinner. We do it at Macaluso's every year in January. But because uh, his illness wasn't going to allow him to make the dinner, mm. the department came to the house and presented him his award actually the night before he passed. Wow. So yeah. he, got, he got... Oh, See, now I'm getting emotional. If you guys aren't getting emotional, you guys are dead. <laughs> I, so so the night so they came in they gave him the award was he was he you know um, awake enough to to appreciate what was happening oh yeah he was yeah. oh you know that's awesome yeah and that was it he was ready oh yeah that that was what he needed he was proud he was very proud to, that he was getting that award yeah, uh, yeah. once he got it that was it yeah he took it, he took, it he took it with him yep. good for him God bless him wow that's he was that he was young yeah how well, he was sixty two. 62. You know, having graduated Hawthorne High School class in 1980, I'm not too far behind that. Uh, and you're a Hawthorne High School grad. What class? 2011. 2011. Oh, my God. I have, I have socks that are older than you. <laughs> I think I'm wearing them. 2000. So shout out to the class of 2011. You got a, you got a great man here, Travis, uh, really stepping up for the community. And I love, I, I've always loved the fact that because it is a volunteer department that, uh, you guys are just doing it for the love of the game. Yeah. yeah we're like one big family. Everybody's, when we're not in the firehouse for calls or anything, we're, always, we're hanging out at each other's houses and stuff. We become one big family. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big brotherhood. Yep. That's yep. cool. And the camaraderie, you could see it whenever, whenever I see you guys at these events. You know, you guys are all hanging out. You're yep. intermingling. You're talking to each other. Yeah, it's very cool. So, again, guys, if you have friends, family members, kids, grandkids, that, that want to get involved in something like this uh, and, and just put their time and energy into really helping the community, it's a great opportunity. Just stop at any firehouse on a Monday. Does everybody get together on Mondays? Yeah, Monday nights are our drill night. Um, it's either drill night, meeting night, or cleanup night because we own our firehouses, so it's up to us to make sure that they look clean and presentable. Oh, is that right? Every, mm -hmm. every firehouse? Company 5, where you did the interview with uh, Chief Speranza, that's a borough-owned building. The rest of the firehouses are company-owned, so it's up to us to make sure that this area is clean, presentable, and has our pride in it. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it's beautiful in here. I mean, I could tell you guys used to have a pool table in here, didn't you? Uh, Was there a yeah. pool table right underneath that, that light? Oh, okay. <laughs> we had a pool table. We had a pool table. It ended up be becoming more of a uh, storage when you had nowhere else to put Right, a tabletop. Yeah. So. Very expensive table. Yeah. So to open up the room a little bit, we got the fold-up ping-pong table, which guys were playing more anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just got a brand-new truck. I mean, the truck is just gorgeous. And that truck does 
explain some of the things so 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 you guys understand and actually i'm doing it more for myself because during the parades you always see the trucks and it's like one is bigger than the other what what are the differences between the trucks so the engine companies are kind of responsible for getting water they have big tanks hose they go put the fire out and those are the ones that aren't as fancy right they're just the the basic right they're a little bit smaller than what i have out here um the ladder truck, which is what I'm on here, company two, um, we have a hundred foot ladder. We're responsible for doing searches of the house to make sure everybody got out, cutting holes in the roof to get all the smoke out, putting ladders up around the house. That's all falls on us, on our new truck. Because you have the ladder, you can get up there. Right. Are there any buildings that are more than a hundred feet in Hawthorne? I don't think there's any that are over a hundred feet, but a lot of houses are set back off the road that ah so you've got to get out there a little bit of reach you need because it's not like you could pull into the driveway it's like hey company right yeah 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 Yeah. and you got it we have they call them outriggers they go out and set down to make sure the truck is stable that you can use the ladder off the top um so if you got to park a little away from the curb because you can't really put them in the grass they start sinking so you gotta even further set back from the house especially with parked cars and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I immediately think of some of the houses on Van Winkle that are really right. set back there. Yeah. Up on the hill, like uh, up at Rav Extension. Up yeah, on the yeah, yeah. Set back. That's tough. Yeah. Wow. What was, what was, for you personally, what was the most difficult call you had to go on or what was the most outrageous call? Or, was there one? Not really. I haven't had anything Good. outrageous. I, you know, I, <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good for Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you really, you don't want one. Right? No, right, yeah. Yeah, so so when you when you get the calls, because, you know, growing up, you always hear the fire whistles. Yep. And you hear, yep. is there a signal in that? Or is it just, like, can you tell which house is being called by, by those whistles or no? You can. Um, they're, if they go off eight times and then a break and then eight times again, that's, everybody's getting called oh otherwise if it's like one time you know one horn a break and then one horn again that would be like just for company one. Oh, so they're all by company so, yeah oh so if you hear like like you guys if you hear two whistles then a break because it, yeah. it's generally what it is it's like and then you hear like it's yep. taking a breather yep. and then it comes again yeah. all right so that's good to know i never knew that and i don't know how many of you guys out there knew that so when you hear it You'll know which company's heading out. Yep. And you do that obviously because of lo- geography or because of the equipment. The whistles are uh, there in case, like we have, we can get a text on our phone when a call comes in. We have papers right, you get that, that go off. Yeah. But if none of those things were able to work, power was out or something like that, you hearing the horns would tell you that there was a call and you should go to your firehouse. Now, do they do it by geography or do they do it by equipment? Like, which ones they call out? Like, because obviously you guys have the ladder. So any, any you know, fire call that, that requires a ladder it would be you guys. Right. But are the other calls, are the other firehouses? Things are kind of split up around town. Like, the, every each engine company has their own district. So if a carbon monoxide went off. Okay, so it is by it geography would, yeah, pretty much. It would much. kind of break down as to specific companies would go. Is that what the alarm goes? Everybody goes, but if you know certain calls, we send two or three apparatus instead. That'll break down by geography. And 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 
what what is the the, the number one cause that you guys? Is it carbon monoxide generally, or or fire Usually fire alarms? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember one time I woke up. I told Chief this. I woke up. It was like five thirty in the morning. Right. I'm getting. I'm going to the gym, and I hear the San Anthony's fired fired thing going yeah. off. And I hear it every once in a while because I'm directly across the street from it. Right. So I come back and it's still going on, and so I. I you know, call the police department. Like, I don't know what's going on, but this thing has been on. It's really, I don't see any smoke. I don't see any fire, but it's driving me nuts. So (laughs) it happens. Yeah. (laughs) But you guys still have to go out. You still have to make the call, right? Yeah. Make sure everything's all right. We'll always, almost always send somebody over there to check it out. Usually our cops are very proactive. They're very good with us that if uh, you were cleaning in the dust, set off the alarm. Right. And the cops are usually there. (coughs) Does that happen? Oh yeah. Dust will set off the alarm? Yeah. Some of the, uh, some of the smoke detectors are very sensitive. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. That's because I don't dust. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, I don't dust my house. <laughs> All right. So I know you have an event coming up, right? This is, a, this is the first time. I want to talk about some of the other events that you guys have in general across, mm-hmm. uh, during, the, during the year. I know last year there were no real... Uh, uh, fundraisers, right? Yeah. But you guys do have fundraisers and, and ways to raise money so the community can yeah, pitch we, in. We do a fund drive, so a letter will go out to the residents, you know, asking if they'd be generous enough to make a donation towards us, and that helps us pay for tools and equipment, draining, things like that. Yeah, hey, the last thing you want is if your house catches on fire, you don't want these guys to show up with a little, you know, a little duffel bag and say, "Oh, you know, we would have had better equipment if you guys gave us more money," <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and listen, this is not one of those things. When you get the envelope, I, I know I've done it. I'm guilty of doing it myself. I get the envelope, I'm like, ugh, rip, throw it out. And I, I hate that. You know, and, and since since I've been doing this, I'm a lot more conscious of it. I grew up in Hawthorne, you know, spent my whole life here. And uh, I've done that a lot, ripped those things up a lot for the police department, ambulance corps. <laughs> and, and in talking to you guys and really getting to understand what you do and how you do it and, and the fact that it is volunteer you're not being subsidized by the, the federal government. The state's not throwing you money. Uh, so it's, it really depends on, on us, the citizens, to help, right? Yep. The borough helps us a lot. And then other things that we would like to get or, or other trainings we'd like to do, we rely on our fund drive and whatever fund, like company fundraisers, whatever companies do. Company two here, usually we do a trip to Rockefeller Center at Christmas. Really? Day. Yeah, we'll do a bus trip in. So what, what what is that? What do you do? You'll meet here. Uh, it's usually I want to say twenty five thirty bucks. I think it usually. Does everybody is. get on a truck? Yeah, you get on uh, one. Of the, we get the big luxury buses. Oh, the bus. Uh, yeah, you park. I, I, can I? Can you take the ladder truck in? <laughs> you can if you want. I, mean, I'm the, I won't be here for it. So that's cool. So that's that's an event that you guys do for the town. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of our members go. I think it ended up coming from. Guys driving their families into the city, and you got to pay thirty bucks to park, you know, however much for the toll over the bridge, and then it just kind of was like, let's no get a other bus. People are doing it too. Let's just rent the bus and all go together. That's awesome. So we've been doing it for a while now. So you, you, as we get closer, you'll put out notifications. Yep. yep. So listen, they've got go on if you're on Facebook, go to Hawthorne Fire Company number two. You can see all the companies and like their pages, follow them on Instagram. So when they do these kind of events, you get notification. And, and, you know, you can participate, you know. So if you want to do a family outing, keep an eye out for a lot of these events that they do. And also, if you want to rent any of these halls, if you want to do a birthday party, graduation party, 
whatever it is, they've got enough space. You could fit 70, 80 people here, and the other houses have space as well, right? Yeah, I think Company 3 as a whole, that's similar to ours, around the same amount of people. I think Company 1's whole is uh, a little bit bigger. They could fit a little bit more. So, and again, that money, when you rent the halls, that money goes directly to the firehouse. It doesn't, it's not going in their pocket. They're not going out to Stella and Danny's to have a fancy dinner. You know, they're putting... We got to pay our... Cable bill, the electric bill. <laughs> Pay bills like everybody else. Yep. You got to keep up on your Hess trucks. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, all right, so I know you have an event coming up now, and, and I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, and then and then other things that you might have that get the uh, community involved. So tell me about the one that's coming up in October. So in October, we're going to be doing the first annual, hopefully annual, depending on our head count, but we have a pretty good showing so far. Um, we'll be doing a Citizens Fire Academy. So it's going to take, allow the residents to come. They'll see all our trucks. They'll see what we do. And it'll allow them to have some hands-on experience uh, flowing water out of a hose or putting up a ladder or wearing gear, everything like that, so that they understand so exactly cool. what we do. So so anybody from the community can come yep. and just check it out. Yep. And how, how long is it going to go for? Is it for a day? I think it's five weeks. It's a little over. Five weeks? Yep. Thursday nights, we'll meet like 7.30, and we'll try to be out of there an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Are all the companies, are all the firehouses doing it? We're going to do it as a department, but each company is going to be involved in one way or another. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And and I know that you have you have that flyer. I'm going to put that up on our Facebook page as well and help promote that. Uh, put that up on the uh Instagram page as well. I do it on Twitter, but I have no idea Twitter. I don't. Even, I can't even pronounce it right. I'm not good with Twitter. Yeah, that's forget about it. That's for the celebrities. Yeah. Um, but the Citizens Fire Academy. So, so families can bring their kids down, and yeah, or is it more for adults? For opening it up to anybody from 15 and 15 to 18, uh, they'll be limited as long as a parent signs off on it. They'll be limited okay. to some things. They'll do the same as the cadet program. Okay. Um, and anybody over 18, we'll just have a waiver signed. And as long as you're signed, you're good, you want to participate, you could do as much as you want or as little as you want. And So so that's, I mean, listen, guys, if you want to get involved, you know, th- there's other ways to volunteer, right? You don't have to all of a sudden say, I'm going to be a fireman. Right. If someone wants to volunteer their time, are there other things that they can do around the house? Yeah, we have a ladies' auxiliary. So when there's a fire, there's uh Mostly it's a group of wives from the department. They'll come out and hand us water, Gatorade, chips, pizza, whatever. Uh, we have a radio room anytime to take the burden off of the police desk. Anytime there's a oh, call, okay. they'll take over the communications so that way the police can worry about their thing, whatever they need to worry about, and we can just worry about what we need to. So if someone wants to be like a dispatch guy, they can come. They can come down and do it, does every house have their own dispatch room? No, they all. It all runs out of our fire headquarters. The one down on uh, Lafayette and Goffle. Yep. So, so there are other ways to get involved. If you, if you don't have the money, that's fine. You know, if you if you still have have a desire to volunteer to help out, even when they have these events, I'm sure you guys you know would appreciate help and and you know whatever whatever people want to want to give of their time. Yeah, we're always welcoming to anybody that wants to donate time to us. But you can't do the social media side of it because that's Travis's job. Yeah. <laughs> How'd they, ro- out of a job. How'd they rope you into that one? <laughs> I, I volunteered to start it. I started doing, I guess I did pretty well with it. And then it just kept 
take this one, do this one. See what happens? Right. And now here you are on yep. the podcast. <laughs> so listen, Travis Loader, if you see him, uh, Firehouse Company number two. And again, guys, when you see when you see the Firehouse, are you guys going to Hawthorne Day? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to have a, a pretty big uh, recruitment drive at Hawthorne Day. I think they're actually talking about cutting up a car and doing a demonstration for that too. That's awesome. Yep. And I know talk when I talk to the chief, that that play, I don't know if you guys listening if you've if you've been down to where the recycling center is, you see that cool red building that looks like it's made out of used containers. That's that's where you guys practice, right? Yep, we do most of our training there. Um, some training we do up at the Passaic County Fire Academy. We go to the Bergen Field has a fire academy, but a majority of our training is done in town down there. And it, he had mentioned if people want to come see what you guys do, is that open and people yep. can come and check it out? Yep. Any, pretty much any Monday night we're out doing a drill. Anybody's free to stop into the firehouse, stop into the drill. We have no problems with it. That's so cool. So, so if you know where the Wagwar fields are and you drive back just before you get to Downs and you've got recycling right there, you'll see that big red building. I'm using my hands like I'm, ex- I'm exhibiting to people. Uh, you'll see the big red building. So on Monday nights, what times do you guys go down there? Uh, usually around 7, 7.30. So it's like 7.30 to 9, 9.30? come home from work and get changed, come over here and go do some training for a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you guys want to see what they do, you can go down there and check it out. And again, you know, if you have friends, kids, grandchildren that, that are 15 or older that want to get involved in the cadet program, do you guys go out, obviously now with, with COVID, but do you guys generally go to the schools and talk to the students at all, or do you do any of those kind of things? Uh, in October, we usually go to the elementary schools, and we do fire prevention. Don't play nice. with matches, and make sure you have batteries in your smoke detector. You have a way out of the house, a meeting spot. We go over that with all the, I think, up to third grade. That's why That's why if your kids come home and say, Mom, Dad, do we have batteries in the fire, in the, in the smoke detectors? That's all our fault. <laughs> do you encourage them to get on a ladder and push the button, make no. sure a test goes off? No, make sure your parents do that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, again... The fact that they that you guys volunteer, all you guys, is uh, just my heart goes out to you guys. I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that we have a, a dedicated group. Because to me, if if you get paid to do something or you volunteer to do something, to me, the volunteer is the one that's putting more heart into it. Because you don't have to be there. It's right. not a job. Right. When you get paid to do something, you have to be there. Right. So I, I love that you guys are volunteer, and I love that uh, the ambulance department, they're volunteer, because all the people that go out and help, they're, they're, they're doing it because it's a passion, it's a love. They grew up with, with it in the family, and you don't know anything else. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of our members came from family members had been in the department and just kept going through the family more and more wanted to join. Yeah, that's awesome. So, again, Citizens Fire Academy. There's, I know that there's a flyer on the Facebook page, I think, that you posted. So, so look up the Facebook pages. Look up Instagram, Hawthorne Fire Company number two. But you could look up any Hawthorne Fire Departments, any of the firehouses. Uh, they're all promoting this, and they're real, it's really a way to, to get the people from town to understand what they do. I mean, it would be great if everybody had the opportunity of just wearing what you guys have to wear during a fire. It's right. like... 40 pounds of gear yeah it's a lot and, and you know, people drive by and they see you wearing it and some people it doesn't even like they don't even think about no, it no it looks like a raincoat right exactly so until, until you actually have to pick it up opportunity to wear it and try it on and see what it's like yeah so come down come down and uh, and help support these people 
uh, they, they take donations. They, they didn't have a chance to do a lot of fundraising last year. And again, you know, most of the money that uh, goes into this community is from us. So uh, if you can't donate your money, donate some time and, and come and give these guys some support and just, just come up and shake their hand and give them a thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So if you guys look it up, look up Travis, look up your other fire companies and, uh, and get involved. And hopefully we'll see you all down at the – certainly see you guys at, at, at Hawthorne Day. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, and, and then they'll give you more information on Citizens Fire Academy. I love that you're going to cut up a car. That's cool. Yeah. I, for the Citizens Academy, one night also involves cutting up a car. Another night involves making the training center you mentioned. We'll smoke it out. We'll make it seem like it's actual fire. And we'll go through it so you see step-by-step step what we do. And there's, like I said, there's other nights of hands-on where you'll get to actually work in field, see the equipment and tools we use, and how heavy some things are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I see, I see the gear. It's, it's. Plus, then you, you wear all the gear. Then you got to put the tanks on. Yep. It is. It's, it's like forty, fifty pounds. You guys yep. are lugging around. Is that part of the training too? Like when you go through training early on, you have to. Uh, the academy does a. Uh, PT program, physical training program. It's, I think it's like an hour before you actually do class. They'll just kind of, nothing too intense. They just, you know, you lift the hose and walk up to the third floor and walk back down. Next person will go. They just do something to try and muscle memory, make your body get used to the things we would have to do. Well, I mean, you, they also have to make sure that you can do it. Right. You know, you can get on a truck in full gear. And, and, right. and again, you know, lugging one of those hoses, it's not like getting your garden hose and watering your lilies. Right. I mean, it's, it's full of water, yeah. and you're. It's again. This is now, so now you're wearing forty or fifty pounds. Now you're dragging about twenty, thirty pounds worth of hose. Right, and then you get your garden hose to go water the flowers. You just pull it and walk through your yard. You're good. Now yeah. I got to go through through the living room, through the uh, hallway, go up a staircase, but I, and I got to twist and turn that hose all around. Well, yeah, and once it's full, of, and once yeah. it's full of water, it's not like it's bending easily. Nope. Yeah. Hey, God bless you guys, really. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you guys do because, you know, you keep us safe. You keep us alive. Uh, I know that, you know, we've had over the past, you know, 50, 70 years, we've had some serious fires in Hawthorne. And, yeah. uh, you know, just thankful that you guys are out there knowing that, that you got this great new truck, too. Yeah. Hey, if, if nothing else, no, come down. We go out all the time with it. Yeah, come down and see the truck. We're very happy to have something new. Blessed by the borough that they were generous enough to get it for us. So we're out all the time training on it driving i think tomorrow we're doing a birthday drive by for a little uh, little kid uh, we do anything we can to try and help oh, that's sweet hey that, that reminds me did you guys go out remember when uh, the zombie house when they forced everybody to take it down and yeah. then and then the police and the fire and all the citizens were you guys were you guys in that parade yeah they were in there they were yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they went and got fuel down at uh, Shop Myers, and when they came back down, the parade was going on, so we hopped right in the parade. Oh, so you didn't even know? No. It was just like, hey, let's get yeah. in line. Yep. Ah, that's great. That's great. That was a great setup over there, so I can't say no to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, again, Travis, thanks so much for taking the time, for walking us through it. Uh, class of 2011, yep. shout out to you guys, and uh, we look forward to seeing you down on Hawthorne Day. I'll be there. All right, make sure that you go down and shake some hands down there, everybody. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.